This is season two of Green Cows Don't Fly and episode one. Hello, John. Are you there? Hello, Bean. Great, great, <laughs> Are you great, great to be back. I'm out of practice. <laughs> great to be back, though, isn't it? It is. We um, have a confession to make, though. Yes, we do. We are going to do something serious called Some Town. Um, but We're still going to do that, but, you know, not yes, in this particular have... forum. No, we have had so many requests um, of people wanting a sequel. Yeah. Well, and who are we to argue? Exactly. So and it makes it easier. It makes exactly. it easier. <laughs> well, you'd think. You'd because think we actually anyway. haven't got an idea yet. <laughs> no, the stories, what do they say? It's in the ether. We don't write stories, we find them. They just come to they us, don't they? Us. Yes. They find oh, yeah. us. Yeah, they find us. Sorry, that's it, yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there, you know how it is, you're sitting there, you're watching Coronation Street, and all of a sudden a story taps you on the shoulder and says, I've found you, you better write taps me. Taps you on the shoulder, the stories are nice to you, are they? They smack yeah. me around the head. <laughs> well, some people do. Yeah. Oh, oh, thanks. Okay, I'll write that. Yeah, so um, well, this, this new story uh, that we're working on uh, will be episodic as well. So it'll have a start, a middle and an end, and you'll be able to follow it each week. But Brian won't be reading it. No, sorry, Brian won't be reading it. We find Brian's range, what does it, actors call it? His range was rather limiting. Zero uh, to zero. Well, we've given him a job. We're going to, keep, we're going to give him a job, but oh, what you mustn't do, don't I tell can, him whatever you do. But, oh, uh, oh, no, don't, oh, but I can't he's, see he's, him. He's, just got, he's coming. Just got off the bus. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. He's in. Oh, he's in. Shh. Hello to you both. Really looking forward to this new project. Perhaps you can tell me what it is now. But first I must get myself a peppermint tea. Can I get you both a refill? That's very kind of you, Brian. I'll uh, have a cappuccino, thanks very much. And I'll have a um, quadruple espresso, please. Oh, and some chocolate cake, thank you. I shall exit stage left, and we'll be back in a moment. Blimey. What's he up to? He never buys anything. I know. I think he's bribing us, to be honest. God, I've got some bad news for he's him, got, He's got a plan, hasn't he? Yeah, but the plan's not going to work out. We're going to have to um, mm. <coughs> well, tell him. Yeah, wait till he gets the coffee, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the cups and um, <laughs> tell him then. <laughs> Look, he's got one of those purses that's got coins, and he's counting them out, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. Oh. Anyway, before he comes back, book. Book, yes, Questus Guide. Um, we do another Questus Guide to something. Yes, yet to be decided. Could be yet anything. Be yeah, we need to discuss and Could come be up with an idea. Questus Guide to your allotment. <laughs> <laughs> Questus Guide to growing beetroot. Yeah, Questus Guide to foreign travel. Questus Guide to sacking Brian. Yeah, ooh, yes, that's a specialist one. That'll be a, spe- that'll be a special. That'll be a pay per view special. Pay per view special. Look out. Ooh, 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 look, here he comes. Look at him. Here he goes. Oh, oh. Careful, Brian. Careful. Yeah, don't spill the coffees. Good heavens. This place doesn't get any cheaper, does it? Thank you for that. And, um, but, uh, you know, don't let us keep you. Um, anyway. Yeah, we've got to get on. Thanks, Brian. See you soon. Oh. Don't you need me? Well, n- no, not yet. Uh, we're not quite at that stage yet. But don't you want me to read for you? Well, there's nothing to read yet at the moment, Brian, because we haven't actually written it yet, but, you know, we're working on it. You know, that's rather disappointing. But I'm glad you haven't written it yet. 
My friend, Gerald, has a rather fine idea for a book. Your friend Gerald? Uh, who's he, Brian? We have never heard of him before. One of my dearest and oldest friends. We went to Rada together. Uh, oh, really? He's currently sleeping on my sofa, at the digs. And actually, only yesterday he asked me if I might share it with you. Maybe it could even go in the show. Well... He was going to email it to you but I printed it off and have it with me here. Shall I read it to you? I guess we ought to let him, shouldn't we? Should we? Yeah, okay, okay. We have to take a look at this submission, really. He's paid for the coffee. It's the least we can do. Just, <laughs> just, 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 let, just let him get it out of his system. And then okay, okay. I, but I really don't think we should let him read it, you know. It's gonna terrible. It's going to murder it, isn't he? Ooh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think um, I, one of us has to do it. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, Brian? Yes, darling? It's very nice if you, um, for you to offer, but you've done so much hard work on the Quester's Guide. And um, by the way, the book is out. Um, you've done so much work on the Quester's Guide. I think you really need to rest your voice. Do you know it was once insured for $10 million? Well, of course, that doesn't surprise me, Brian. Man of your calibre. So um, we're going to read Gerald. Is it Gerald? Yes, Gerald's um, uh, submission and consider it for the podcast. Wonderful. He'd be ecstatic. But I think, um, I think I'd get John to read it. Yes, I could learn from the best in the business. Because he needs a bit of practice, you know, he's been listening to you all this time and I think he really needs to um, aspire to your skills, so he needs practice. Yeah, and with all your uh, um, experience, Brown, perhaps you could give me some notes afterwards, eh? I have done a bit of directing at RADA when the director walked out halfway through the rehearsals of the graduation show. You can be the director. I trust this means I will be getting a production credit. Oh, of course. I should say, by the way, Gerald's rather a fan of molecular gastronomy. Here's the script. Thank you. Dear John and B. I'm writing to pitch my idea for a new and totally amazing cookbook stroke ethos in cuisine and fine dining. And I wonder if you think it has legs. It's something I've been kicking about for a while. Now I expect you most probably both eat food from time to time. And my plan is to blaze a new trail in that area. Food, I mean. But nothing to do with either of you specifically. Well, do you eat food from time to time, John? Just the odd time. I find it helps me live, actually. He's off to a good start. He's a clever bloke, your mate, Brian, isn't he? Yes, he is. But carry on. You're losing the moment. I'm talking about food for everybody. If this is a goer, I see myself being the next Colonel Sanders or Ronald McDonald. He doesn't aspire too much, does he? No, not really. Not Colonel <laughs> Sanders and Ronald McDonald. He's certainly food for everybody, isn't it? Well, not for me. Well, no, not for me either. I, I often think... Anybody who serves food in a bucket has got it seriously wrong. <laughs> I want a knife and fork. Yeah, a knife and fork and a napkin, perhaps. I can't imagine wrong. your friend Gerald, by the sound of him, Bran, would uh, eat food out of a bucket, nor would he dress up as a clown, would he? Just needs big slippers. No, not slippers, <laughs> clown shoes. Yeah, then he could lean over at rakish angles without falling over, can't he? <laughs> Look, can you please get on and stick to the script? Uh, of course. Sorry, Brian. I've been in the restaurant and hospitality game for over 10 years, and my experience is impressive, even if I do say so myself. Right from my first job washing plates in the local calf 
to now finding myself at the dizzy heights of, of Gravy Chef at a Toby Carvery near Chelmsford. Why, I was even a trustee in the prison kitchen after I got nicked that time for doing a bank job. But we shan't say anything about that. So which bank did he rob then, Brian? Mixing with the badasses, Brian, eh? Yeah, I thought he was... I thought he was living on your sofa. Look here, he's paid his debt to society, so let's get on. My food hero was Heston Blumenthal, but he's gone off the boil now. Plays it too safe these days. So my idea is to take over where he left off. Using liquid hydrogen has had its day. Passe, darling. So what about this for a recipe to give you a clue of what I'm actually on about? Irradiated steak and chip kebabs with onions and mixed peppers serves four. Your accent slipping love, focus and centre yourself. Irradiated steak and chip kebabs, that just doesn't bode well. It doesn't, it doesn't sound very healthy, does it? <laughs> uh, nor appetising. No, I wonder what it's like. Is it like a glow-in-the-dark steak and chips or something? It might be, I reckon you have to probably keep on those those goggles or something, I don't know, to, to, to eat it. Do you remember these um, stickers we had um, years and years and years ago that glowed in the dark and you had to shine yeah, a light yes. on them and then they would glow? Yeah, luminous, luminous, yeah, luminous. Yeah, luminous, yeah. thank you, thank you. We used to um, get them in cereal packets as well. We used to get them in a little yeah. plastic thing. <laughs> They're luminous dinners. The farcicles. <laughs> yeah. Far, yes, you should get them in a, in a box of farcicles. You did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if this meal um, glows in the dark, mm-hmm. it probably might be quite romantic, really. You could just put it on the table and you don't need lighting or no candle. No dinner for two, yeah. Your face looks wonderful in that green glow. <laughs> like Lily Monster or something like that. <laughs> Come on. Two ounces of fresh plutonium. Four spent fuel rods cut down from six-inch lengths, obtainable from your local nuclear reactor. Uh, Brian, is Gerald sleeping on your sofa because he's escaped from somewhere? And did you perchance have to cut him out of a white jacket when he arrived? (laughs) Four eight-ounce sirloins of beef. One large family bag of McCain oven chips. Two medium onions. Two bell peppers, one each red and green. Special equipment required. One by hazmat anti-nuclear protection suit. One by full hermetically sealed face mask and helmet. One by pair of gauntlets, lead lined. And one half inch thick and lead lined steel box of dimensions 12 centimetres, 10 centimetres and 6 centimetres. Yeah, just your typical cooking appliances. Yeah, just some things I happen to have lying about in the back of my store cupboard. Um, if you were to, um, you know, um, <clears throat> prepare for Armageddon, this <laughs> might be quite handy, actually. It could be your farewell meal to the world, couldn't it? Yeah, but I'm thinking if, you know, the, the kind of you know, nuclear war and all that being much mm. more topical these days. Yes. This would actually come in quite handy. It would actually, because, yes, it could be store covered. Yes, it could be store covered ingredients after all, couldn't it? There could be just lumps of plutonium lying about. And exactly. Hazmat so you just put on your hazmat suit and you go and sit in your larder. <laughs> waiting for the bombs to go off. See what happens. With a colander on your head in case there's aliens involved. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you, need, yes, you need that. You definitely need that. <laughs> Aren't fridges lead-lined? They Are they still be. lead-lined? Oh, I don't know. Probably not, I wouldn't have thought. Leads, so, but yeah, I don't know. Might be. Could be. Because that would be a good um, kind of a safety hole, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> go in the deep freeze. And you'd die of hypothermia. 
But at least you wouldn't be irradiated to death. Well, exactly. They can defrost you in about 50 million years and then you'd be like the only human yeah. left. Defrosted. Yeah, cryogenics. Well, that's what they call that, cryogenics, isn't it? When you're frozen away. Some people believe in that. They're going to get themselves frozen and wakened up in 500 years' time. Yeah, but that doesn't work for me because they died first. Don't think it works for them either, to be honest. No, I thought so. But if, if, if you, for example, froze yourself living, yeah, I mean, obviously you can't. But that would make more sense. But if you die and then you freeze, then they have to defrost no, no. you and then do, like, you know, the staying alive thing? Yeah, but... Compressions? I, I, I think, once I don't you're know if, I don't know if people do it, but I think they, the idea is you do do it. When you're living, you drop the body down to a super low temperature where it can survive but not uh, degenerate. We could be talking absolute cobblers here, by the I way. I think you are. I think that's more of a sci-fi thing. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. People I was just dying com- and then getting frozen. I think it was a comic I read. <laughs> it's a comic you read. <laughs> wonder which one that was. <laughs> I don't know. And the method. Slip on the hazmat suit. Fully hair. <laughs> Slip on the hazmat suit. Can't read it. Slip on the hazmat suit. Full head sit. B. Are you really sure you want him to read this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he needs practice. Just, just let him read. Method. Slip on the hazmat suit. Full head safety helmet and gauntlets. Rob a quantity of plutonium from the nuclear weapons store or power station. Liquidise the plutonium in a food processor, taking care to avoid spillages. Cut the steak into one-inch cubes. Thread the cubes onto the spent fuel rods, adding chunks of onion and pepper to taste. Tip the assembled kebabs, along with the liquidised plutonium, into a lead-lined box and leave for three minutes until glowing bright green. Is this um, a recipe to create the Hulk? <laughs> You're going to eat this and you're going to come back going, yeah. or whatever yeah, well, Hulk does. Well, yeah, I don't know what he does. We need our friends to tell us that. You won't like me. <laughs> Who is it says you won't like me when I'm angry? That's probably not the Hulk. That's probably somebody else. No, I've never heard that before. What? I think so. I'll have to Google that. Somebody says, you won't like me when I'm angry. Don't know who it was, so Somebody from literature or comic literature or a book or something. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he digresses. Yeah. <laughs> Remove the now-prepared skewers from the box and serve. Nota bene, use gauntlets. Et voila, enjoy. So, John, are you going to cook this for the missus this Friday? <laughs> I think so. We've got an anniversary coming up, I think. <laughs> Your final anniversary at this rate. Yeah, it could be. It could be the final night on Earth. Christ. So, anyway, what else has he got to say, Gerald? Is that the end of the letter or has he got more? Oh, yeah, he says a little bit more than signing off. And the beauty of it is that it's only the start of my plan. I have hundreds of dishes and recipes up my sleeve, not to mention a state-of-the-art dining experience. Can you just imagine a restaurant on Mars? It's not as mad as it sounds, you know. Oh, isn't it? I think it sounds batshit. What is it? Batshit crazy. Glowing batshit crazy. Brian, I'd get Gerald off your sofa as quick as I can if I were you. Yeah, I'd be worried having him in the living room. <laughs> don't allow him near any sharp objects. And don't let him near the wine. Don't worry, I drank all the wine, so he's fine. Now that Bessos and Musk have got rockets, it's going to be possible before too much longer for everyone to go to Mars. So what do you reckon? Kind regards, Gerald Winstanley, Billericke. P.S. I'm not mental, Right. I think this could be really big with the right backing. Well, 
thank you, Brian, for um, bringing in this. And um, but can you please tell Gerald this recipe book isn't quite right for our podcast? No, it's not. It's not really. That's disappointing. He'll be sorry to hear that. Uh, no, I can't imagine our audience um, cooking any of this. No, not really. It, I, I think it's a, a bit um, ahead of its time. Scary, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you for bringing this, and um, we'll uh, see you another time. So um, you can go now, thank you. Perhaps if he has something else. And um, anyway, John, well done for reading and um, our book. Thank you very much. Yes, our book. Let's talk about the book. A uh, book about something. Yeah, well, perhaps next week when we get our thinking hats on, we can decide what it's going to be about. And, uh, you know... Um, uh, hmm, ha, ha, hmm. <laughs> well, it's going to have to be a quest of sorts because there's, you yes. can't call it the quester's guide to yeah. if you don't have a quest. No, that's right. Well, it could... But what and could it's going to have Grandolf in it. Yeah. Could it be the quester's guide to... Mass murder? Uh, mass murder, yeah. It could be something like that. The quester's guide to... Ooh, quester's guide to... Extraterrestrial visit. killers. Yes, psychotic <laughs> killers. <laughs> Quester's Guide to Extraterrestrials. We've had a few yeah. of them. Quester's Guide to... Oh, the know. Apocalypse. The Apocalypse, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. in theory, um, Bobby's still on Earth. Bob's around, isn't um, he? He's stranded, yeah. And we don't know whether he's got a battery up his bum. The, que- <laughs> the Quester's Guide the Quester's guy to Getting Bob Home. That might be something. Yeah, you said that, but I remember you came up with that a while ago. We were talking about that. Yeah, Bob's Journey. Yeah, possibly. The Quester's Guide to Reopening the Farce Hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds more like a procedure yeah. than a book. Farce could be. You need to put your hands in the hands of a good surgeon, I think, for that. Um <laughs> But that's maybe something we can um, ponder till next week. Yeah. In the meantime, mm. um, the Quester's Guide to Saving It is out. Yes, it's out. On it's on zone. Amazon. Go on to Amazon. Buy so it. go on to Amazon, key in Quester's Guide to Saving It, the world it is. Yeah. And um, all being well, it'll pop up. Comes in two varieties, an e-book for all you moderns and for old fuddy duddies and doddery people, you can buy it as a paperback as well. Oh, I've just received your author copy. What's it like? Are we good? It's fabulous. I love it. Do you? (laughs) I've been sitting (laughs) hugging it all day. (laughs) Supposed to read it, you know. (laughs) No, 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 I haven't hugged it. No, 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 that's just a rumour. No. I've I've, I've ordered ordered 20 (laughs) copies for myself because we did have a a broken bed leg we need to fix, as I said before. So (laughs) So it's going to be a Christmas present list for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, that's what we could do. Come here. That's our Christmas present sort of out. That's yeah. Give me a copy. Hello, Uncle Bert. Uncle Bert. Uh, I know you normally like expensive aftershave, but here's a book. What I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, at six ninety nine for the paperback. I mean, that's a snip. You know, that's that's a cheap skits Christmas present, really, isn't it? Exactly. You know, exactly. Other, otherwise you'd have to spend seven ninety nine on something else. You know, you save yourself a quid every time. Yeah, and you could gift them an e-book as well, couldn't you, I suppose? I don't know, you can could you do. gift an e-book? Yes, I, I, think, you, I think you can, I think you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a tonne cheaper. So, so if you, you don't like it, Uncle. Yep, Green Cars Don't Fly, the only podcast that saves you money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'll work. It's a public service. So don't say we didn't do anything for you. With right, that, we should go. And, vamos, um, I think. Going. 
think so. So we need decisions, please, for next week about yeah. what the um, follow-on quest yeah. is going to be about. Yeah, we do. Well, all right then. Simple. Do that. We'll reconvene Simples. next week. Try and give Brian the slip. Though somehow, I don't think we'll be able to, but we'll try and give him the slip. Exactly. Slip away. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.